Hello and welcome to The Great Idea. It's a podcast about ideas and comms and why we think they're great. My name's Toby. Roly, what have we got for you today? So it's episode number two. Uh, this week for you we have, and we will be talking about, uh, it is a, uh, a big ad that has hit our screens as of last weekend from a certain uh, US sportswear manufacturer. Uh, we are talking about um, a, it's a viral video from two celebs who have joined forces to uh, market their own brands. And then, of course, AOB, uh, where we'll be talking about the tastiest tidbits from the last two weeks that have caught our eyes. And we'll also be mentioning Toby's terrible choice in footwear. Thanks for that, James. Got a very special guest, Shanil Patel, coming right up. Welcome to The Great Idea. Great. My good friend, Shanil Patel, is here. Hello. How are you guys doing? Really good, man. Tell us about yourself. Uh, my name's Shanil. Um, actually, well, let's start from the beginning. How we all met, okay? We, we started our careers together at a, what, an agency called... Well, an agency that rhymes with Schmaler Berry. <laughs> uh, yes. Five years ago it was. Five years ago, 2013. No, 2000, yeah. Yeah. 2014. And look at us now, Look lads. at us now. I'd never thought that we'd be sitting here recording a podcast together, talking about big ideas. The great mm. ideas, sorry. Titans of the industry discussing the best <laughs> ideas, of course. Um, but a bit about my background now, I've, I left the, the world of PR and comms, and I'm now all about social at... Uh, a big company that I can't mention, unfortunately. <laughs> but you can find them in every supermarket nationwide. So mysterious. So mysterious. It could be MI5, it could be a, a brand. Supermarket. Which, a brand which sounds a bit like... Uh, we're, we're three minutes in. <laughs> that, can, that can click was awful. Two minutes in and there's already two things we haven't been able to say. Yeah. <laughs> Our most mysterious episode today. Listen, if you if you want to really want to know who I who I work for, just head over to LinkedIn and yeah. give us a connect. Obviously. Consider his last retweet, in fact, for current job openings for that firm. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, but now we're here. So talking great ideas. Shneel, the big idea. What the important thing out of that is you're a social man. Social man, yeah, by trade now. But I still, I dip my head into the commons world. Obviously, it's all, it's all, it's all the same now. It's, it's very different to when we first started out in 2013. That's a good point. Um, you know, it's a bit of everything. But I'm fully focused on on social because at the company I work for, we have a very good comms team. We do all, with all the PRs Excellent. and all that sort of stuff and coverage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Integrated, I think, is the word agencies like to use. It's an integrated <laughs> offer: social comms, advertising, PR, everything. Uh, Integrated. Yeah, integrated. Integrated. That's another we're an integ- we're, an in- we're an integrated marketing department. So, speaking of integrated, the first idea that we're going to talk about is exactly that. Uh, it, it's it's brilliant. It's uh, so just to remind you, uh, if you are listening uh, and you haven't seen or or yeah or heard or any of the things that we talk about, uh, links to all of them are in the description uh, of the pod. That's if you're listening um, on iTunes. Uh, I don't actually think we're going to put it on uh, SoundCloud, so you must be listening on iTunes today. <laughs> so, first one, it's a big one. It's Nike's latest campaign uh, with Serena Williams. Um, uh, kind of show the dream crazier, I think is its name. Uh, it was, um, so quick, quick kind of description of what it is. It, I think it debuted at the Oscars, is that right? In one of the ad breaks of the Oscars last weekend, uh, it's a brilliant ad. So kind of the follow-up to their piece with Colin Kaepernick, uh, it's all about playing on how uh, men and women 
um, sports uh, sports stars are basically viewed by very not even stars sports people uh, are viewed by very kind of almost uh, hypocritical standards how uh, if a man might be um, emotional or uh, um, or up for it a woman is viewed as being crazy or hysterical mm. and it's incredible it's it's got this montage uh, with Serena kind of speaking over the top with this brilliant script talking about how uh, you know you know women uh, are being described as I said as, as crazy or, or getting away from themselves or not being able to keep on top of it uh, and with this amazing montage of female uh, sportswomen doing this. I think there's swimming in there. Um, there's gymnastics, Simone Biles being amazing. Uh, there's boxing, there's women's rugby, uh, there's skiing. Um, and then at the end, uh, there's a, that brilliant line and Serena ends in it saying, um, show them what crazy can do if they're going to call you crazy. It's, it's a real uh, tingles advert is how I would describe it. You watch it and you're like, holy hell, yeah, that was really good. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of a, that's what it is. As I said, if you haven't seen it, uh, and you've cut Wi-Fi or, um, or 4G, pause, have a quick watch of it. It's a couple of minutes long. Um, so I'm going to open it up to the floor. Um, Shanil, what did you think? I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I thought it was incredibly well shot. Um, and the messaging was just inspirational. Uh, I actually immediately sent it to my sister when I saw it, who's a head of history at a secondary school. And she's actually showing it in in assembly tomorrow. That's so nice. So yeah, I think it's, it sends out an amazing message to anyone who watches it, um, as long as you're not closed-minded. Um, and it's, it's, it's incredible. Toby? It's a goodie. Um, did some reading around it, and according to Campaign Live, it's tracking a lot better than the Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick um, advert on loads of different metrics like engagement and interest. Really, you've hit the nail on the head in terms of it being sort of a warm and fuzzies album album uh, video. <laughs> uh, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a goodie. Okay, great. I'm just going to say, Toby, if you can keep saying Kaepernick, and I'll say Kaepernick. <laughs> no, because we've had, we've had feedback that we sound very similar. So it might help uh, people to track who's actually talking at, at a time. So um, Key indicator. Exactly. Yeah, it's Kaepernick here. Um, something else that I heard was uh, that Rosemary St. Clair, uh, who is the VP of Nike Women, also did a huge blog post uh, about uh, why they had done this and thinking behind this particular clip and their strategy for the year with the Women's uh, Football World Cup coming up. Uh, and she mentioned some really interesting things. She talked about how Nike had been standing up for women in sport basically since their inception. Mm. She cites a reference in terms of them advocating uh, Title uh, Nine or XI, or I'm not great on the American history, but they had helped to change the law in America in terms of um, women being accepted in sports and segregation in sports uh, since the 70s. Um, and now they're looking at 2019 as a massive turning point for women in sport. And that is something that they really want to get behind, even by doing things like introducing the first ever pro sports hijab. I think Nike That's are amazing. killing it. Yeah. it. They are focusing on this as a strategy, but also putting their money where their mouth is and really doing things to change women's sports. So I think that's cool. Yeah, I think um, it's just it's just brilliant the way it plays on and it uses you know words that have been used by people to talk about female uh, you know sports stars in the really recent future. You know, it just really resonates. You know, hysterical is one. You're like, ah, oh, like it's it's so clever. It doesn't it doesn't pull any punches? I think as as an ad. And we were saying so often now uh, with very you know with the very particularly with the political climate 
brands can be really uh, um, brands can be very cautious yeah. about having an opinion and coming down on the side of something. There's a lot of fence sitting from brands at the moment, and I think it's it's really nice to see a brand come out and 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 just vault the fence. Uh, onto the side that they want, and um, which yeah, which is great, and I think that that's what we like to see. It's an interesting point because I've been I'm looking up about Nike's all their, their history and stuff, and there's a recent um, interview that Philip Knight, who's the Nike founder, did, uh, and he said this is a quote from it: um, "It doesn't matter how many people hate your brand, as long as enough people love it, and as long as you have that attitude, you can't be afraid of offending people. You can't try and go down the middle of the road. You have to take a stand or something, which is ultimately." He thinks why they did the Kaepernick ad and it worked so well. Yeah, I think yeah, totally. And I think the thing with this is if, if you're gonna have someone who has an issue with the Kaepernick ad, then you know, you've lost them and then so why not the chances are I'm gonna guess they're probably not gonna like this one either. Yeah. So actually you're not losing anyone there, but the the appeal, as you said, to 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 going out and be, having a really engaged kind of like audience that's that's loving what you're doing is so, so powerful. Um, and I think it, it just it just looks brilliant. And actually, you know, from a PR perspective, it was brilliant because you you know you don't you barely even need to write a press release when you send this ad out to to newspapers. Like the coverage is the earned coverage has been remarkable. Actually, that's how I first saw it. I first saw it. Um, I, I was on Twitter and uh, there was I think Forbes had written about it. And yeah. the the coverage has been really widespread, as you'd imagine, across all your traditionals, your big newspapers, your onlines. You know, Matt likes Mashable, um, Independent, uh, New York Times. Um, so it's always so nice when you invest a lot of money in a, what is kind of a big above the line campaign. It's always nice when you get that payoff uh, in the traditional media, and I think, and it helps to kind of solidify it in the minds of uh, of people who you know may not be um, kind of actively seeking the brand. I suppose you know you can have yeah. someone who is on Mashable, who is on the New York Times, who may not be someone who is, you know, going out and I think, do they place it, who may not be watching the Oscars, for example, or who may not be on YouTube, and suddenly you know that that advert's going to reach them as well. Uh, so it's always nice to kind of see that, I think, from an um, perspective. It's also super cool that they've then broken out over the last couple of days into doing individual clips for individual sportswomen from the episodes. Uh, so they can basically focus on the different target audiences. They can do really nice bespoke clips for each of those women in their own right um, and turn it into more than just one sort of grandstand highlight piece, like voiced by Serena Williams. This is really going deep into sports from lots of different areas, and I think that's cool too. Yeah, that is really cool. I think that the main like Serena Williams video is served as like a trailer to these new sort of much like mid-form sort of documentaries that they're doing on YouTube. Which focus on what? There's a boxer. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a rugby, a, rugby, rugby player rugby there as well. Yeah, um, which is really great to see. Um, but as with anything, when you upload to YouTube, it's eighty-five uh, percent male as an audience, which results in you know lots of horrendous comments on it, which which I think is a real shame. And uh, all I saw in the YouTube comments were the Serena one was a lot of butt hurt men out there who probably commented on the Gillette ad as well. Fucking boo hiss. They need to yeah. get over it. They need to get over it. Yeah, no, no, quite. So yeah, if, if for those kind of being like, oh, I want to watch the follow-ups, the kind of saw was Chantel Navarro was the boxer, young boxer, amazing video. Uh, and then I think the women's rugby team was Freedom Prep. Yeah. Uh, were just kind of the two that we'd sample. But I think there's kind of been... There's maybe, more coming out all the time. One came out well, just before we recorded. Loads of people in in, in that in that montage, in that two-minute montage. So they, you assume that they've done a 
mid form like five minute documentary for each of those people who are in it yeah which is so I think all round three thumbs up from, from, from the guys here correct great idea that is everyone saw it everyone thought it was class beautifully shot like you said it's a yes also well done lads because we managed to do that section with the lights turning off outside <laughs> the studio that we're in it's very unclear whether they're ever going to make it out of this studio after this yeah. Nike one last week Nike have always been at the forefront of like the adverts everything from like the, the Scorpion tournament you know back in when we were oh. younger to like the the World Cup one with Ronaldo and you know Rooney coming out of the, the trailer with a beard do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Amazing. So and now they're setting new levels and new, new uh, sort of uh, targets for everyone else to sort of follow up with and catch up with them. Well, I suppose it's indicative a bit of how 20 years ago we were a lot more fickle and people wanted to watch loads of footballers kicking a ball about a street yeah. or in a cage. And now, you know, a lot of brands are expected to have an opinion on, you know, big social yeah. matters. So, and a shout out, we should say, to Wyden and Kennedy. Wyden and Kennedy, Wyden and Kennedy. I don't know if it's a view or a W. <laughs> but... Yeah, okay, great, great ad. Okay, next up. Every week we get the guest to bring in an idea. Chanel? Well, yes, this is my big idea. And it's actually a viral sensation from early February. So it's a bit old, but absolutely dynamite if you haven't seen it yet. As we already said at the beginning, well, earlier on, uh, pause the podcast, go look at the links in the, in the bio and have a watch of this one, which is the Aviation Gin and Laughing Man's Coffee viral sensation that they put out at the beginning of February. So there's no, I think there's no better combination of celebrity endorsements uh, than a couple of A-listers who happen to be the CEOs of the product that they're trying to shift. And I'm going to put it out there and say that one of these guys to me is one of the greatest living CEOs of any corporation at the moment. It is of course Aviation Gin and Laughing Man's Coffee viral video, which features the respective CEOs of those brands Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, A-listers. I love seeing these two on screen together. I'm a massive Marvel fan. And uh, it's very smart marketing for both companies to play into each other's fan bases, creating a huge talking point and simply a shareable moment. And it's done in a believable and honest way, in my opinion. And so a bit of background to the idea, um, if you don't know, as Roly didn't know when he watched the video, is that they've actually been at a war together on, on social media. Uh, which is like some sort of fake feud they've been doing where they've been rinsing each other and telling each other's fan base to do things to each other such such as uh, one of them told his fans to go urinate on the other person's uh, Hollywood star sign which is the sort of banter I love and the idea that I'm getting shit for like not knowing about this <laughs> but as in they have like a little feud basically they're really good friends on social and in, uh, as we all know it's great to see celebrities who are friends for some reason the general public absolutely love that um, I like taking the piss out of my friends at the pub or yeah. in general life. It's I like story, to all see that, sort of that stuff. reflected yeah. in celebrities and brands and that's what this is 100%. Doing. And this is what it plays on. So it's been building up for months um, and then they recorded this video which the idea was they're going to have they had a truce and they decided to make some brilliant commercials uh, for each other's respective brands and the results are hilarious in my opinion. Um Ryan, the beautiful ode to Jackman's coffee company, and Jackman, the complete opposite of that, where he calls him an effing arsehole <laughs> and pours the gin all over the table. Uh, it's just executed extremely well. Um, something like this could be really cringy and like try hard, um, but it's just very, very smart, I think. And 
that's one of the reasons why I absolutely love it. I think it's not try hard because they are mates and yeah. they have the like the length of evidence that they've been taking the piss out of each other for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's class. Yeah. What's your thoughts on it, really? So, the the crux of it is two guys who are mates make a viral video. They pretend that they've got a truce. One of them has made a really nice ad for the other one's brand. As it turns out, Hugh Jackman has has pulled a fast one. I'm right. Pulled a boy. So yes, as Chanel pointed out earlier, I was not overly aware of the feud across social media between these two because I have a life uh, and I have other <laughs> stuff to do. I have loads of stuff that fills my day that isn't. And I spend quite a lot of time on Twitter and such, Instagram. So no, not to take anything away from someone who may be aware of it. But no, I, it was nice. I suppose I, as someone who's not in that key audience, like... I have nothing against either of them. They're both two very handsome, uh, successful actors whose films I will happily go and watch. But for someone who's not like a huge fan, I kind of watched it and I was like, oh, well, you can kind of tell this is coming. Um, you know, that one of them hasn't actually, you know, held up their side of the truce. Uh, I thought the comedy was quite, it felt like it was catering to a more American audience. I feel like the, the British consumer is, is generally a bit more discerning, a bit more, can be a bit more critical, maybe. Uh, but it was, it was fine, you know, I watched it. I wasn't annoyed that I watched it. And what I would say is that at the end of it, uh, do I want to drink Ryan Reynolds' gin and Hugh Jackman's coffee? I love gin and I love coffee. And yeah, I do, actually. I do want to go. I do want to go and try both of those things. So from that respect, I did like it. Wouldn't rush back to watch the video again. Personally. I think that's really fair. And those negatives kind of can spin to be positives because, firstly, the aviation gin videos for people who've been watching them are amazing. So good. The, yeah. the one where he talks about the whole process about how he makes the jet the 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 aviation yeah. gin. He like there are priests that bless juniper berries on their way to being beaten to a pulp with baseball bats. Like it's really funny. And people who've been watching that are indoctrinated and are mega fans of the comedy. Yeah. They're the same people, me and Shalil included, who watched this maybe gagging to love it and then did. I think that's what it is. It's more about, it's like the, it's the audiences. Uh, they've really played in, that into, into the hands with this. Yes. Massively because they know that they've got, both got, they both actually got equally 25 million followers on Instagram. They've both got 13 million followers on Twitter. They probably have the exact same audience, like the same people following them. And... When you're, when you're in that luxurious position of being able to push out a product to that many people, you can basically do what you want because you're so, you're basically untouchable because, you're, because your brand is so powerful. Yeah. And they're playing into that so well. So ever since Deadpool as a brand, the, the movie, I think is, is one of some of the best movie marketing in the, in the last 20 years or how long we want to, want to go on about. It's unbelievable the way that, they, way that Ryan Reynolds has taken the sort of taken about the scruff of the neck and really pushed out himself. He's created loads of extra additional uh, viral videos for Deadpool just to push it out. And he's brought this same sort of concept to Aviation Gym. Uh, Aviation Gin, sorry, not Jim. Um, so and he's, maybe... he's, taking, he's, he's quite frankly taking the piss out of all our other viral marketers because he's got his ability to, to use his audience for this exact, for this, this, this exact reason. Maybe that like rug pull at the end 
is a bit lowest common denominator comedy for someone like Troll. Like, yes. But what you're sorry, James Robinson. James Robinson. Say who's Troll? Such a troll. Really. But so, but someone who's a fan of the relevant audiences, who are fans of Deadpool, fans of the Marvel thing, yeah. like. I'm not debating them because I'm one of them and, and like that gag is very similar to anything yeah. you'd see in Deadpool so it makes sense for the yeah. audience. Um, it would be a shame to think that this video has done so well. Like, uh, you don't see funny, hilarious videos covered on CNN or North yeah. Balls or whatever, really. Like, it, it would be a shame to think that that's happened because they're two absolutely massively like Hollywood A-listers, but there's a massive chance that that's the case. That, no, that's exactly <laughs> what's happened. Let's not... No, for me, the reason that's on CNN is because it's two of the most famous men on the planet. But it's, the flip side of that is yeah. they deserve credit for, like, other megastars don't have, like, irreverent brands. And Aviation Gin is, like, paving the way for celebrities to use that side of their celebrity to form brands that are awesome. It's creating the content. Awesome brands. If I was a celebrity... Words can't describe how beige my brand would be for my beige to Toby's tea bags. The beige is just beige. Like, no risks would be taken because why would you? Whereas Ryan Reynolds is, what he definitely is doing is taking a risk with the promotions that he's making because that fits within his brand yeah. of like irreverent comedy in funny superhero movies. Yeah, I mean, you, David Beckham's whiskey is at Hague Whiskey. You're not about to see him doing that, are you? No. Poor, I mean, sweet David a national treasure and a <laughs> fine footballer to boot but very boring adverts yeah very quite, boring exactly it's like perfume ads yeah but you can it's hilarious you can tell a perfume ad the minute it starts it doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah. lack of narrative random celebrity driving a boat down a river yeah that's a perfume ad I think it's I think it's, it's brand marketing at it's, it's very best I'm going to say because uh you know, you're using two influencers, you're giving the audience exactly what they want, which is entertainment. And if you look at the bigger picture, it's a well thought out strategy playing into this whole like feud that's been going on for months, which they clearly have planned months in advance that they're going to do this and then use this as their massive Do you moment. think? Do you I think, think it's so. a showman? I think so. Think no, no, not a showman. They're definitely very good mates. They're definitely very good mates. But they're like, just as you would, if, if it's us three started a business together, we would think, right, how are we going to use each other to try and get to the next stage? And mm. this is what they've done. And they're, you know, like, like I said, they've both got 13 million followers each and 25 million followers on Instagram each. What I will say is if the good folk at Aviation Gin uh, happen to be listening to this, the great idea uh, is not averse to corporate sponsorships. And I would be willing to reconsider my views on the advert as a whole. If you send me loads of gin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So something to bear in mind if there are. I think are, we could yeah, definitely go up from beers to gin, 100%. But I think. If other people took on Ryan Reynolds' way of thinking, you know, he could walk into any major company and potentially become their head of marketing. That's yeah. right. Van Wilder, party liaison, could be head of marketing <laughs> of your company. Yeah. When you're as good looking as Ryan Reynolds, you can literally do what you want, I think. <laughs> do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I think it's, it, well, like we said, we've got coverage across the board. The one thing I found quite interesting is, this is me getting very deep into the data, it was like all the videos, so the videos on Facebook had, it was taken from the independent and probably like ripped it or used it yeah had like 5.5 million views on independent youtube had about 5.5 million views twitter had 6 million views and instagram had about two and a half two 2.7 million likes which probably equates to about 5 million views if it was a video um which makes me definitely think that it is the same audience watching all this content <laughs> but <laughs> it's actually there the same 6 million people are just saying it's, it's, it's basically they haven't pushed it out further than their audiences platform platform <laughs> 
platform. I think the same. What they've done is they've just they troll is crying. He's crying from laughter on platform. I think honestly, there's no variation in it that it's been pushed out to the same sort of audience who are just watching the same content. How does that track against different videos? Do different videos have the same people watching different things on the same platforms? <laughs> if anybody's got a multi-platform uh, campaign coming out in the next couple of weeks, please be sure to send it in. They've either, they've either done that or they just paid everything to get to the six million pounds, you never, six million views, sorry, you never know. Well, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have the money to do that. They definitely so. do, they definitely do. But yeah, I thought it was great, great marketing. Um, but most importantly, the next time I see them, want to see them on screen is when Jackman hopefully reprises his role as Wolverine, swigging a bottle of aviation gin in Deadpool 3. That would be really great. Yes. Really great. Yeah. Troll literally couldn't care less. <laughs> Sorry, James Rosen couldn't care less. Right At really Rollins. I might watch that film. <laughs> okay, uh, so in terms of votes, I think there's two yeses and one. Yeah. How do you describe your emotions in a noise? Uh, yeah. in, ter- okay. in terms of an idea for marketing a product what do you think yeah fine no issues with it I'm sure they will shift a load of gin and a load of coffee as a result of that good on them as I said if they want to send any samples our way yeah fantastic my one question would be how many people are actually drinking this thing oh, I do wonder whether it's more it's more famous than it is consumed but I, mean, I don't that's yeah, like, that's more of a question than a. I mean, if the objective was to just do it for brand awareness and get people talking about it, then they've done that. Yeah. But if it was to incur sales of Laughing Man's Coffee and Aviation Gin, we're never going to know that answer, really. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love the sound of that. It's delicious. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Chanel. What's the Man United um, score? Oh, fuck. Chanel. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. And now on to the final section of the pod, which we affectionately call AOB, any other business where we rattle through a few uh, a few other bits that have caught our attention over the past week. It's a quicker one. Tobes, I'll hand over you to, over to you rather uh, to kick off. One, it's really hot in here. Uh, <laughs> two, uh, the second, the, the, the first agenda point for AOB is the Runaway Pub. It's creative with Strava and New Balance. They've done a brand partnership together. New Balance uh, sponsor the marathon. Um, and what they're doing is they've opened a pub where the currency is the miles that you have run and then logged on Strava, which I'm sure people know, but is the, is, it's like a yeah. running app where you do your run and then you log the number of miles that you run. Um, I just think that's really cool. It's like obviously incredibly timely because now is peak fundraising season where all of your friends are doing charity quizzes and demanding cash for their like marathon fundraising element but also new year new you still fitness elements to the world at the moment i think it's a cool brand partnership i like the idea of swapping miles for pints yeah it's cool it's guilt-free running that's what it is Go oh, for a run. No, guilt-free pints, you mean. Gu- sorry, guilt-free pints. Uh, right, that's <laughs> Why are you so guilty while you run? <laughs> yeah. So guilty with these pints. Guilt-free pints. Just do 50 miles and you get three free pints, which is a good offer, I'd say. Yeah, agreed. Really like it. Um, uh, as a as a, as a Strava, an already Strava user, I was like, great. Going to do some running with my mates. Turn it into pints. Yeah, really good. I mean, coverage-wise, I think it did okay. Like, yeah. there'll be some runners. There was gonna be some runners' worlds, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Did you know? Few nice kind of trade pieces. Just really cool idea. I actually didn't read the article well enough. What's the exchange rate? 
Uh, so, a lot of pies. So the, if you do a marathon, can you have twenty? No, so they have they have four stages. There's four basically. It's all in the lead up to the marathon. From what I read, there's four stages, uh, four challenges, and I think the current challenge, and you can redeem your pints. You can only redeem your pints on a Sunday. I might add. No way. So I actually, I don't, I think with a friend. Yeah, with yeah. a friend. So I think that I think that the pub existed already, and they've taken it over. It's called the Runaway. Uh, it's in Cotton Garden. I think. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Only cash them on a Sunday, which is great for the pub because it gets people in there on you know on a Sunday. Um, and oh, I think nice. as far as far as I from memory, I think yeah, the current challenge is like a half marathon challenge. I think it's like if you run half a half marathon, you get two points, which is pretty good for six six and a half miles. <laughs> Not bad, silly Sunday lads. That exchange rate is certainly better than anything you'll get for the pound at the moment. I think it's the first three. It's only the first three hundred people. For each challenge, each challenge will receive the prize. Oh, so okay. not a challenge. That's a lot of people. Oh no, no, is that just a prize? We should have, we should have looked into this. But <laughs> yeah. is that? I think that's a separate prize. I think anyone can claim the points. No. I hope so. Anyway, hope so. Dees, okay, great. Uh, let's, what, get, whatever, let's get running. Whatever the intricacies are, it's a cool idea. We think it's a good campaign. We've done a shite job of promoting it. <laughs> uh, the next one was uh, Uber, and has done a brand partnership with Literacy Trust. They're stocking children's books. It's World Book Day tomorrow. Sorry, we're recording on a Wednesday. It's World Book Day on the 7th, um, and it's just nice. It's, just, it's, it's nice to have children's books in the back of Ubers ahead of World Book Day. That's all I've got. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I feel like it's a, it's a quite an obvious thing for any brand to do. Like yeah. delivery, have children's books delivered with your takeaway. I know EasyJet did the Flybury not yeah. so long ago. I think that was Schmela Mering, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, it's fine. I think it's it's fine. Taylor I think. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it, I'd say it's fine. It's just like. Oh, was it World Book Day? What's the idea? Yeah, we could just put books in the back of the Ubers, isn't it? Yeah, okay. it's an easy. It's a nice. It's a nice link up with the literature trust, though. Yeah, exactly. It's an easy. It's an. It's an obvious route, but for good reason. Yeah. Although I might. I coverage wise, I I had a look, uh, just to see how it did in the papers. I couldn't see loads. No. Happy to be. Maybe I didn't. I don't think it blew up, but I do think it got some stuff. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was fine. It's fine. I'd say. Next up. So, uh, another big uh, event in the consumer calendar, International Women's Day, uh, which is on Friday the 8th. Um, so, Camden uh, Brewery, uh, who sponsor Camden Town Ladies Football Club, uh, they have released uh, a special strip, football strip, ahead of International Women's Day uh, uh, for uh, the club they sponsor. It's a really cool, so it's a strip that's basically, it's, they've, um, they've got a local artist on board to design it, uh, and it's basically, how it's the strip is, it looks great, it looks like a piece of like art deco art. Um, and um, actually, I'll tell, I'll tell you what it looks like, if there are any rugby fans out there, it looks like a strip that Stade Francais, the rugby, the rugby club would wear. Anyway. Uh, and it's basically four women who have all um, basically uh, got a connection to Camden or have lived in Camden and it just looks really good it, it's a really cool strip I think it's a really cool idea uh, Sylvia Plath I remember yeah. is one of them is one of the one of the women included it just I just think it's really good like coverage was good it was like standard the independent like the metro uh, and a couple of other pieces just a really I thought it was a really nice idea and plays on stuff you know it plays on the fact that they they already sponsor the women's football team just it's just i thought i really liked it i thought it was good local brand local heroes respect the press respect yourself w comms for that one 
Yeah, and the, uh, the it was nice to see the manager of the football team saying we couldn't believe it when Cam Tambury got in touch with the idea. Yeah, absolutely loved it. So. You know, it's, it's really, really good. There is something really heartwarming about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was one rogue, tiny club that the Prodigy approached to be the sponsors for. <laughs> or like when football managers started sponsoring football clubs, you like yeah. the idea of big brands coming to help like smaller teams. But this is about something much bigger than that. Mm. Obviously, it's about International Women's Day. I think they've done a really, ju- really nice job of doing an art shirt that also has a nice message. Yeah, and I think, I think generally you see more and more stuff for International Women's Day, which is great. Like obviously, really nice to see, um, you know, really nice to see it getting recognised and brands getting on it. Hilarious from a social point of view because you always see men going, "Oh, when's International Men's Day?" You're like, "It's November the nineteenth, sir." Come, come back then. Exactly. So yeah, and I think probably on the next pod we'll have a better idea of what other brands will have done stuff around it. So maybe we'll include some more stuff in OBN. Yeah. Um, which brings us on to our last AOB idea, and this is my favourite. I thought it was brilliant. So, Sorconi, I think it's how it's pronounced, the tra- Ameri- US trainer brand, have released a pair of trainers that is designed, they're aimed at millennials, that is designed to look like avocado on toast. Obviously, that's what millennials love. We're spending all of our money on it, so we can't afford houses and stuff. Uh, Really clever, really funny. It does. It look. It does look like a piece of avocado on toast, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just like a white sole, and then it's kind of like a, a brown, light brown, leathery base, followed by like a bright green top. I would laugh if I saw someone wearing it down the street. <laughs> yeah, for ninety-seven pounds. Yes. Yeah, so oh, that, is that okay? Uh, that's yeah. the price tag. That's the recommended retail pounds. price. Ninety-seven pounds. <laughs> But a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people talk. There's even an article saying where to buy Sagoni's avocado trainers, as if like they are the hottest thing on the street right now. Exactly. So. I I mean, Sagoni, one of these brands who, which like, did loads of, like serious running shoes. Like, you know, you go and drop a hundred pound on a pair of Sagoni's because you're training for a marathon. Then they've kind of moved. One of those brands that's moved into kind of the like, you know, zeitgeisty kind of trainer. You know, like Diadora doing it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it. they're horrible though. They're, I wouldn't wear them. I love they featured in Esquire's coolest shoe, shoe drops this Did week. Did they? Yeah. I know. They're so going to be on this. I, I like. I get it. I do get it. I just don't think I care. I really <laughs> don't. Like it's it's root one, and I get the avocado toast gag, but it's yeah fine. for millennials as well. It's such a. I'm not in the trainer club. Semi rinse as well. Toby, you are a man who will literally buy a pair of trainers and will wear them until they won't stay on your feet anymore. And then I've seen your toe poke out by the end of trainers. (laughs) Right. Okay. So one. Yeah. I'm not the guy for this. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not the guy. I. I Trainers is another world that people get completely wrapped up in, and like. It's not for me. You're, I don't not, you're not a target market, not the right audience with the right content. No, it's fine. I will happily admit I am the guy for this, and, it, and it's worked. I thought it was really clever. Again, did really well in the papers. Like, that's what you want. I think, first and foremost, when you do a PR campaign, like, as good as it is, if it yeah. doesn't land, if it doesn't land in the papers, then, well, you know, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, and it has, it's done that. It's, you know, it was, you know, gobbled up. Um, uh, it's, you know, so it was GQ, um, or was it Esquire, sorry? Esquire, yeah. Esquire, um, Independent, um, Standard. I feel like we've been saying those a lot tonight. <laughs> um, but, and also, clever, the best thing is, is I don't think Sarconia are expecting to... S- I mean, they probably will sell loads of these trainers because people are idiots. But um, what will happen is people will see it and they will go on the website and then they will see loads of other actually genuinely really nice trainers 
and may buy those. So I just, it, you know, it'll drive traffic to the website. Um, it certainly made me view sort of. I mean, they look, yeah, they look quite similar to like Nike, Nike Air Maxes. So, yeah. uh, you know, they've, they've done well with the design there. There's actually someone on Twitter said, I usually dislike fashion gimmicks, but I kind of like the Sacconi Avocado Toast <laughs> sneakers. Who's that? Is that, uh, is that Troll31 on, <laughs> on Twitter? I respect I the fact that they've bothered as well. Like, I'm sure a million different brands have gone like, should we do something about avocado on toast? Like, that's like what any marketer is doing. Okay, they it's, know the the it's the best avocado. It's the best avocado. avocado it is. is that, I yes. I, yeah, I get that. It's the best avocado toast gag I've seen. I just don't care about Jonas. Fair enough. Although, enough. that does remind me, talking about avocado gags, millennials, I do recall when Virgin did their avocado rail card. Was this good? I don't know, but it just, I don't, it just made me think about that, it. Yeah, that got loads of cubs. So quickly, they... for, for people who aren't aware of it, uh, when, there's the whole, like, 20, when the whole 26 to 30 rail card came out, Virgin, I think it was, you did a thing where instead of showing a rail card, <laughs> you could if you them. showed an avocado, you would get the discounts. Because obviously, you know, manuals love avocados. Uh, <laughs> and it did get loads of coverage. Now, I thought it was really funny because it's so stupid. It's, it's Route 1 Millennial uh, PR yeah. campaign. Isn't I it? think we'd need to do a bit more research into this before we start. Because uh, uh, my opinion of it was it was like a bit demeaning. Like they're trying to save money and they, they don't have enough money to get a rail card. And like they're bringing avocado. It just felt a bit like, this is. Ugh. I prefer it with this whole Cody thing where like idiots spend like 120 quid on terrible trainers rather than like please can I have money off my rail ticket here's this avocado I, but I need to check because I could be doing this campaign like a huge disservice mate. but that my emotions were like the connection between saving and avocados was just a was like oh that's close but I yeah. don't really get it maybe I'm more amenable to avocado based marketing it's, is what we've learned this the, evening the I'd evidence so. here is 2 1 <laughs> 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 no 2 1 nil. yeah no fair enough but no I think have a look at it if you haven't I think it's a really funny it's a funny campaign I won't be buying the trainers if I see someone wearing them I probably won't say anything. Actually, I'll just kind of do an internal. I was going to sell it. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, those are the new securities. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'll tweet. I'll tweet about it. You take a sneaky photo of your Insta story. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's all all we've got for this evening. Chanel, thank you so much. Thank you for it. When you guys said you wanted to invite me on, I was like, yeah, of course, 100%. And you know what? It's been an absolute pleasure. And I hope we'll be back soon. Yeah, watch out for the Great Idea uh, Associates, uh, the newest agency coming to you not anytime soon <laughs> thanks for listening episode three in two weeks see you there bye bye cheers